0: hello welcome to psychopaths are running the world show my name is Diane Emerson contact information you can find me at psychopathinyourlife.com and you can go there to also download a free copy of my ebook which is about 300 pages and find out for yourself what they think about the rest of us and the picture is not good so a few things were rolling through my brain when i was researching and writing this show one was uh, i think as a kid we got indoctrinated to think that this country was the uh, what is a home of the brave land of the free <laughs> well another song kept running through my mind at the same time that i used in a show that song liar liar pants on fire anyway so nothing is what it looks like folks today we're going to enter into some kind of um rough territory I am going to save you the um, gruesome details. I will give you the words to look for yourself. I would encourage you to look for yourself. We got here because no one looks for themselves, okay? Stop taking the word of anybody, even myself. Use those eyes and ears and your time instead of sitting there and listening to control opposition folks all day here on this, cha- this platform. Look for yourself, okay? I'm doing this show because if you think this is going to all turn out well, I have some pretty bad news for you, okay? And in the next show, I'll be talking about money and control and another show a friend helped me with where they came from thousands of years ago. They want us to think they're all just masons. That's a joke, okay? That's what's going on, on this platform here to focus and control our eyes. How did we get here? Well, we got here pretty simply because the research was never done. What a surprise, right? The main researchers, um, there's a couple of them, and I'm not going to get myself into a weight in the weeds right here, okay? If you want to know more, just ask me. I know these people personally, okay? I think it was all a setup, because as long as they could convince the entire world that psychopaths were some kind of serial killer idea, it completely diverted the attention of the entire world. This has been my entire struggle all these years, because no one believes they're sitting next to us trust me they're all over the place okay they're all over the place and i would hope you would take advantage of my book and learn how they think and how they talk because when this thing gets rolling i don't think you want to have a few of them in your inner circle because that's not going to turn out very well so today let's talk about our future security the borders being stacked with people they're calling for increased immigration some interesting things are going on la for the first time announced no kill pet shelter shelters now i rescued animals for many many years myself and set up a complete control program in mexico years ago i would be jumping for joy to hear about no kill shelters it has me feeling very suspicious okay i don't believe they're going to be funding the shelters once this thing blows up so what's going to happen with all those pets well add to the chaos a bunch of roaming animals so open up those eyes people and get your pets prepared because there's going to come a time that it might not be safe to take your own pets outside so i'd like to clear up any confusion today about if this country is a democracy liar liar pants on fire i will explain why i don't see it that way i see comments on these homeless shows i've been watching from people from other countries they seem surprised to see what's going on in this country i came away after this show doing the writing that it appears to me that slavery never stopped and I mean no ill intent toward the people who were slaves because I think it's just been a progressive pattern that's gone on but you'll have to tell me in the comments the goal of my work is to get everybody to think for themselves not just sit there and listen to me okay so today I want to talk about more about the force in this country every time they have these deals with the G word which means G U N S Everybody always yells that cops need more training. <laughs> well, okay, think about it. I think they're doing the the training they're told to do. Okay, this is in fact how it's supposed to work. This is the training. So, what's going to go on? They're packing the streets full of homeless. They're, I don't know. Personally, if I could. I would run to the border with a bullhorn and yell for those people to go back do not come into this country please go home it's safer where you were but anyway so at the end of the show because we're on audio and the audio people won't be able to see the ending I found a clip that we were able to use from 2005 that predicts what's going to go on with the Kigali principles The Kangali principles allows for the UN and their charter members, which means the USA, China, all of the other countries, to legally be on the streets here in this country. This is what I think they're building up for with all this homeless problems, with all the borders, all the chaos, all the fear. The cops are being told to stand down for most crimes in the streets. I've seen, personally, I've seen people shooting up drugs in the streets. There's petty theft going on. They call it boosting, B-O-O-S-T-I-E-N-G, where you go to a store, steal stuff, fence it, and then buy your drugs. So nothing is being managed at this point. The cops are being told to stand down. So let's explore the system a bit closer today and see how this is going to work out. I've talked in the past about the child poverty rates here. Children in this country get more va- vaccines than any place else in the world. We have the highest infant mortality of any developed country. Women are dying during childbirth. And it always ends up these crazy statistics that most, in most of these cases, this country is only 5% of the world, yet we have the highest amount of drug use. We have the highest amount of people locked up and incarcerated. So is it really what it appears to be? They don't really know how many people really die of opioids because a lot of them shift to heroin when the pills are too expensive I've done a lot of research into this. I'll link the shows below that there's a Plot that was set up years ago to get opioids in the hands of everybody who wanted them Okay, it was all by plan and you know these characters keep popping up again The same company that I covered in my opioid shows McKesson They blew up Haiti they were the ones in charge of the opioid distribution and now they're in charge of operation warp speed which is a military operation for vax distribution i can't imagine anything will go wrong with these people in charge it just baffles my mind they seem like really upstanding people to me <laughs> so i don't know for a fact but i think once they get people addicted all bets are off as far as addicts because An addicted nation, when when you look at the overall addiction in this country, that doesn't speak to me of a lot of happy people, okay, because people here have been groomed to think that everybody's going to make it big, and those that don't end up in a spiral of depression. So, that's just my view. But we have a lot of places here in this country to lock people up. There's federal prisons, there's state prisons, we have county jails. We have ICE detention centers, that's the immigration group. We have psychiatric hospitals, lots of places. There's a difference between jails versus prisons. Everybody who enters a system first enters jail, okay? So while you're waiting for your sentence to be your trial or whatever, you sit in jail. Once you get um, deemed um, um guilty which happens pretty quickly because remember the poor can't afford attorneys right so once you're deemed guilty then you get moved on to prison there's many places you can depending on your charges you can go to federal or state prisons so that gets you out of the county jail i did some work at a county jail years ago and i was too young and stupid to realize what was going on because i was out there interviewing inmates for this person that i had to well i had to i had to take a part-time job when i was first getting into the psychopath thing and um, yeah I didn't realize all the difference in prisons at the time until I noticed this sign on the wall that said something about well if a riot breaks out and you're not part of the system you're on your own well I never went back after that okay but anyway so yeah jails kind of sound kind of innocuous but they're they're housing the people who are gonna end up in prison so and lots of the prisons here have become privatized to make more money see this is always about control and money over the rest of us as a matter of fact, California uses inmates to fight fires for cheap labor. How does that happen? Well, some of them don't even get out. They, they tell them that they will possibly get a job later, you know, at the fire department, but oh, wait a minute, you have a felony. Sorry, don't hire felons. They're, try- they're saying they're trying to change that, but you know, what they say and what they do are different issues, okay? So let's talk a little bit about how inmates get used to save money. Always about the money. And let me see here. I think that we're paying like twenty to forty thousand dollars per year to lock people up. A lot of money, right? It goes from our tax dollars directly into these psychos' pockets. So, anyway, so I may be oversimplifying some of this. I would encourage you in the comments if we don't start sharing information with each other. You know, we're we're not going to really be able to figure a lot of this stuff out. So, California use of prison labor to fight wildfires is far from new this stuff has been going on just like the other thing i was talking about before as far as the um, homeless situation nothing is new it's just getting worse okay so somebody from the atlantic reported that the program goes back to world war ii that inmates have been fighting california fires since 1940s when the state first called up prisoners to replace men assisting the war effort see that during the war they used inmates and women (laughs) aren't we always the lucky ones right so anyway so the california department of corrections and rehabilitation recently boasted about the use of prison labor for firefighting on twitter Twitter is the biggest control opposition platform you're ever gonna find. That's why I deleted my account there But anyway, so let me continue on here. They said today more than 2,000 volunteer inmate firefighters including 58 youth offenders kids are battling wildfire flames throughout California California is now on fire along with Colorado so the average compensation for an inmate firefighter is $3.63 per day and they earn an additional $1 per day when deployed to an active fire. Hmm. So they get an extra dollar for going out for the, when, when it's really ablaze, right? So the American justice system holds approximately 2.3 million people in 1,833 state prisons, 110 federal prisons, 1,772 juvenile correctional facilities, 3,134 local jails, 218 immigration detention facilities, and 80 Indian country jails as well as military prisons, civil commitment centers, state psychiatric hospitals, and prisoners in the U.S. territories. Lots and lots of prisons, your tax dollars at work. And we always assume that when they go into prison that there's some rules um, rules and regulations, right? Well, I uncovered a doozy, okay? What do they do if you're in prison and you don't go along with the system? Well, they have ways to deal with you that don't really sound like they're um, breaking any rules, right? They have something, and I'm only going to tell you what the definition is. I'm not going to tell you what the result is, okay? Look up something called diesel therapy diesel therapy is a form of punishment in which prisoners are shackled and then transported for days or weeks it has been described as the cruelest aspect of being a federal inmate i guess they use diesel therapy because federal inmates get transferred around a lot like you might be get your charges and go to a federal prison in let's say california but they move people around i I don't know why but if you go to a if you're in the regular prison system you usually stay put but the federal people get moved around in order to get a federal crime you've had to cross state lines and all that stuff but not not important for here but anyway so because they move these federal people these these wonderful people have cooked up this great deal it sounds just like the, the the i i don't know who who dreams this stuff up always remember there's people behind cooking up this evil plot okay what it is it's been described as a cruelest aspect but it has been alleged that some inmates are deliberately sent to incorrect destinations as an exercise of diesel therapy what is it i'll just give you the overview i'll spare you the details but you know people over the years ask me how do i look at this stuff what how do how do i deal with this stuff well it's not easy okay but remember how do we ever find the truth if we keep our heads in the sand how do we think we got here because our heads were in the sand okay so if we don't look we're never going to know so i will just give you the overview i call it torture american style okay before the prisoner is put on the bus he's putting handcuffs and shackles which are leg irons the handcuffs are tightened by a black box that stiffens the chains and puts the wrists in a 90-degree bind that painfully cuts circulation and damages the nerves. It takes several weeks for the circulation and nerves to return to normal, if they do. The handcuffs are connected with chains to a waist chain, which is in turn connected to another chain to the shackles, which goes around the ankles. The prisoner can barely move once the shankle, shackling excuse me, process is complete. So, he or she is then placed in a small seat on a bus or airplane. The prisoner is forced to sit in one position for up to 20 hours at a time, and the guards will rarely go to the trouble of unshackling a prisoner. Prisoners who understand diesel therapy know that fasting is the only way to handle the ordeal to make it through. You'll have to look at the rest of things for, on your own. One of the more painful aspects is the shoes that prisoners are forced to wear. They become too small. But I'll leave that all alone for right now, okay? I think you get the idea here. If and I, I don't know why. I don't know why. I, I think we've been so brainwashed. The police use terms like to protect and serve... <laughs> Well, to protect who? To serve whom? Well, I know the system has always been unfair because, for example, in the 70s when cocaine was popular amongst the white people, they came up with crack. Well, if white party-going people got caught with cocaine, there was no punishment. Black people, lifetime sentence. We still have people in this country who are locked up for simple weed charges, okay? So what I'd like to do is right now I'm going to close off and we're going to be playing this show called shattered union and these people are really freaks they like to predict what they have coming on so i'm a hundred percent the kigali principle is going to be in play here there's no doubt in my mind i hope i'm wrong i really hope i'm wrong so anyways so watch the short clip it's less than two minutes i'll join you in the comments goodbye for now chat later